0: Thank you for joining us at uh, Beer Fish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle.
1: So make sure you guys go to com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. That's good. Yeah. Are you impressed?
2: Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: But, uh...
2: It's got the marshmallow flavor to it. Oh. So, I'm good at that. Yeah, I, mean, I should probably silence my phone, too. Yeah, kid, you need to start doing that. Uh, Every time I edit, I always hear this guy's phone. <laughs> oh, I'm on silent. There we go. I mean, that's, that's what happens when you're a
0: worldwide renowned fisherman fishing kid, No, you know that's what
1: happens when you're in six different group chats. That's that, that happens, <laughs> uh, All right, everybody. Oh, shit, I'm a little bit loud.
2: No.
0: Hello, hello. Hello, hello. There we go. Good? Sure, if you're going to stay like this the whole time.
1: No,
0: um, There we go. You don't want to
1: test like this, but then when you're actually <laughs> talking, <laughs> sit back Be here. back here. here.
0: Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Granny with My Pop Fishing. We have...
1: Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. There we go.
0: And today we're actually on site. Uh, this is our second brewery we're hitting today. Uh, not because we're like doing a your tour or anything but uh we were at uh peace tree earlier today and uh, they decided to have a nice loud trivia challenge that we had no idea about so still we'll, we'll give them a little bit of love we were trying to record over <laughs> there but you know we were just like yeah it's a little bit too loud so uh we're actually here at 1717 brewing company it's uh it's actually across the street from them so you guys you should definitely come check it out here. We recorded here with Butters, I think we were mentioning. Yep, yep. Last time Butters was on this, yeah. maybe a couple months ago. Yeah, so it's, it's a pretty cool brewery. I mean, worst case scenario, you got two breweries literally across the street from each other. So you guys should definitely check it out if you're in downtown Des Moines area. So look at the look at the lighting, though. Lighting is pretty nice in here. It is. It's definitely. So you guys can actually see our faces because uh, Tree, I like them. They have that, that low light ambience. Ambience? Is that the word? Sure. Yeah. Alveance, yeah. There you go. I know what I'm talking about. It's a little dark for video, though. Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, Today, you guys just heard him. Uh, He chimed in. He hasn't been on with us in person, number one. Uh, Number two, he was on the podcast maybe about a year, year and a half ago or so. Year and a half ago. Yeah, something like that. So, we got Mr. Zach Jones here with Deeply Driven Outdoors YouTube channel and and freshly known at uh, the podcast world, so...
2: Yeah. Welcome, Zach. Thank you. Cheers, Appreciate cheers.
0: It. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, thank you for joining us here. He, he made the, the trek from uh, yeah. from down southeast. Yeah. Yeah, no, southeast. 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 We'll, we'll southeast. southeast. Good, good long drive. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I am drinking... This is my second beverage. Um, this yeah. is like... A, 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 the guy was telling me it's like they're considered light beer, so...
1: It looks pretty light. A lot lighter than your first light know, beer. So
0: if I get gout, I'm blaming Kit because I told him to give me a beer at the other location, and he, he came back with something that looked a little hazy.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Well, when you told me, I was okay, they have one that's 3.5%. percent like, no, 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 give me something give, well, <laughs> give me something more. And there was two light beers over there. Oh, was there? And all I right. got you one of the two. Okay. You all uh,
2: done with your seltzers now?
0: No. No? I, I mean, I might have to stick it. That's the only thing that, I mean, in reality, it's it. I'm safe when I drink those. I mean, he loves them. No. No? <laughs> no not drink them out of necessity? It's a necessity. I mean, I, I'd be better off drinking probably shots of tequila, but I hate tequila. I'm not that big. Well, I wouldn't say I hate it. But I'm not a huge fan of it. Or vodka. I'm just not yeah. a huge fan. I mean, I love whiskey. But whiskey can be just as bad as beer because of the way they... I, I don't know. It's just whatever the ingredients are in it. So. Is it like all the
2: wheat and shit that's in it? Or I think so. Yeah. It's just
0: the purines. So that's what they call it. I, I, guess,
2: I guess I don't know what the what the custom rules are on your podcast. What's that? You can cuss. I no. shit. No. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean... Yeah. We mean, usually bleep little... out F-bomb, yeah. but other, little... other
1: than that, you say shit. Yeah. Okay,
2: cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because we say shit a lot. Right. Yeah. I think shit's pretty okay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, is it, think, it's very okay. I think it's yeah. like a certain amount of shits you can say,
1: right?
0: I don't think it To, to say PG-13? So you no. can say like 100 shits in a PG-13 movie? I
2: think they give you at least one F-bomb in one
1: yeah, yes, they Yeah, I think one F-bomb or maybe two. I don't know what the yeah. threshold
0: is. We, we try to keep our, our podcast at least PG-13. For sure. Yes. As yeah. long as you mm-hmm. don't show any nipples, there
1: then we'll be PG-13. No, we'll, I, we'll see how many I more mean, beers we drink.
0: I think PG-13 nipples is okay. Is it? I think like a flash of it. Is I think. it?
2: I swear I've seen... I don't know. It I've has seen to them. at least be in mesh. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't
1: know. You,
2: you might be right on that, but I all right,
1: all right, we, might to, we might have to look that See, up. See, our entertainment rating system is kind of weird because you have heads blown up, people's guts hanging out. Right. No big deal. Show a titty? Oh, man, it's, <laughs> like, it's the worst thing ever. You, you can simulate <laughs> killing
2: people all yeah. you want, but yeah. not one titty. Yeah. Or You know what? I mean, I don't know. I,
0: I'm i probably on the, uh, the the end where... I. If you say bad words, to me, it's not that big of a deal. Right. Like, people are like, do you swear in front of your kids? I go, yes. I go, I mean, I'm, I'm myself around my kid. I mean, I'm not saying, hey, say this. The craziest thing, dude, not a single one of my girls swear. But they know it's a bad word. Right. But they don't say it around me. They don't say it, and they, they, they know better. But, I mean, if if the worst thing they're going to ever do is swear, I'm okay with that.
3: Yeah.
2: Everybody,
0: Everybody does it eventually. Yeah. yeah. You're, when you when you swear you're smarter, anyways, at least that's what the studies say. Well. I like that study. I'm
3: gonna
0: <laughs> go with that. I'm, nah, I don't believe it too much because then I'd be like the smartest man. <laughs> I'd ever, be a man, genius. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instead
2: of a truck driver. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> so, uh, if you guys haven't, make sure you guys go check out the uh, the podcast we had with Zach previously. We got a chance to get to know him a little bit, uh, understand his channel and everything. But if you don't mind, I mean, because we have a lot of new listeners and everything, you want to kind of introduce yourself,
2: what you're is all about what your, your your podcast and everything's all about right now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Zach. Uh Deeply Driven Outdoors is my YouTube channel. I've been doing YouTube for uh, five and a half, it's gonna be six years in February. Wow. 2017. Wow. I don't post as much as I should, these especially not these days, kind of got busy trying to get back to doing it more regularly. Really yeah. miss doing that. Um, I've always wanted to do podcasting too. I had a podcast a while back for a short period of time called HFNO Podcast. Um, me and my co-host we just our schedules just never aligned and we just kind of okay. yeah forget about it but um de- i am starting up a deeply driven outdoors podcast which is just going to be kind of what my week in the you know the fishing or the hunting field looks like so with deeply driven i just i do everything like i fish hunt i just kind of did trapping a little bit last year hmm. so yeah if it's an outdoors activity i'll film it you know yeah
1: He's also in a metal band. This is true. I I do play drums in a
2: metal band. I've been doing uh, in and out of bands for 10 years. Yeah, Yeah.
1: What's your uh, most current
2: band? All Things Lost. I'm shamelessly self-promoting with the shirt and the hoodie. (laughs) The hoodie was just the first one I grabbed, but the shirt was on purpose. Yeah. I shamelessly self-promote the band all the time, but right. yeah. I don't do anything like that. I don't, know what, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: You've played a few shows out here, right?
2: Yeah, we just did a, We did a Woolies headliner on uh, the 9th of September. It's our most recent one in Des Moines. Um, mm, nice. Then we got another one coming up at Lefties on the 12th of November. But yeah, we do a bunch of shows, and this is a band that they had started before I joined, so... They had, like, an album and an EP already out, and I recorded a couple singles with them. And uh, so it's all over Spotify and, you know, YouTube Music and Apple Music and all that good stuff, so. Cool, cool. Yeah, so
0: all our listeners, if you're listening on, you know, Spotify, iTunes, click right over. You can search it.
2: Yeah. Check out All Things Lost. <laughs> if you like metal. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, you may not like it. You'd be in for a surprise, but Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: all good, man.
2: Yeah. Um, but...
0: How you been? We haven't had you on for a little bit over a year, so I mean, how how has fishing, hunting, how how has the whole outdoors? I guess you can say been for you since
2: last well, ain't been on there. Good, it's uh, it's it's less uh, quality and more, or excuse me, less quantity and more quality. Yeah, gotcha. uh, of my outings, like I don't get to come out as much as I used to. Okay. So if you don't, if you don't know, like I think I was talking about it last podcast, but if you hadn't been listening religiously or whatever. Um, I used to live in Des Moines, and then I moved, like, way out to the country, got an acreage where kind of, like, the wife and I are kind of doing the homesteading thing, like, trying to grow our own food and doing the, you know, the gardening and all that good shit, but um, it takes a lot of time, and like I was telling you guys before we started recording, it's like i drive up to Des Moines and back almost every day, so some of my time's a little limited, but um, I've been getting into, well, especially over the last couple of years, going up to northeast Iowa, doing some trout fishing and stuff like that, It really, really taken an affection to trout fishing quite a bit. Are you have you taken fly fishing yet? I haven't. But Uh, that's something I'll probably pick up like in ten years or whatever. (laughs) It's I don't know. It it interests me a little bit, but I haven't had
1: the it seems like a lot of time. So 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 what are you using to catch these trout up there? Just ultralight. Ultralight. Uh, Yep, ultralight
2: spinning tackle. Spinning Um, tackle. Yeah I just use like fluorocarbon line and then a little sixty fourth ounce jig and Mm. yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of fun like to the water up there is just different than it is here it's like fast moving very really right. clear cold water so like it's kind of fun to pick apart the stream and like read it and kind of guess like i'll bet there's a brown trout behind that boulder and then cast into it and then when you're right it's just so exhilarating
1: yeah i uh i do a lot of bait fishing up there i'm i'm not i'm not, I'm not a trout purist i i i won't hesitate to put on a freaking night crawler hook and a split shot oh yeah I wouldn't
2: need, like, for fishing for trout. You go mm-hmm. up there to fish one. So, like, I wouldn't either, and I was afraid of the trout purists. It's like, I'm kind of a die in the wool river rat. So, <laughs> I was afraid of the trout purists, so that's why I never tried trout fishing for so long. And eventually, I just said, ah, ah screw it. I'll, I'll go up there and I'll try it with my spinning tackle and my, you know, my lures. And if the fly fishermen want to look down at me, then they can, whatever. <laughs> but they, they don't. Everyone's cool. Yeah, but. they're pretty
1: cool. I mean, you'll... There are those Paris guys but I don't, I don't think you'll run into them in Northeast Iowa
2: no I, and I've ran into a, a, a good handful of fly fishmen up there and they've oh, all been yeah. pretty cool let's see yeah, yeah. You, you'd be I'm telling you you'd be surprised I, I
0: I really got into fly fishing this year oh did you yeah nice. and give it a shot you'd be surprised how much you actually enjoy it I I, I don't think I catch as much fish as I would but there's something about the, the, the slow presentation of, of the fly rod yeah. and just kind of learning it. It's really, I don't know, I like it. It's kind of
1: it's soothing. Uh, for me, I-, I can see
2: that, yeah. It's kind of relaxing. Yeah. yeah.
1: For me, each fish is more exhilarating on the fly rod. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. well, for one, they don't come to me as often. Right. And I don't know. It's, just, it's something totally different catching a fish on a fly rod. hmm uh, but I guess maybe if I fished with a fly rod as often as I do, you know, conventional tackle, that it might be a different story. But I think for me, it's still a novelty, and I do want to catch other species. I have caught bluegills, maybe crappie. Have not caught crappie on a fly yet? Do you kind of have a largemouth yet on it? Uh, fun. Maybe not. I've caught red ears, shell crackers. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. I still haven't did my goal yet this year. I haven't caught the the wiper. Yeah, the I want to catch a white bass wiper on a fly rod. I think a walleye on a fly would be cool.
0: Well, you'd have That'd to be get, kind of tough, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, you have to get something
1: that you sinks. find them shallow or yeah sinking. Yeah, yeah. I guess it would still have to be relatively shallow.
0: Well, you could technically just put some weights on your. <laughs> You know the lure, I guess,
2: or I have a little bit of a weight on it. You know. What, what I mean? do they call the sinking flies? Is it streamers or wet flies? Some of the wet flies. I think something yeah. like that. But they, they can only are... sink
1: so far, though. Yeah. I you mean, know? But if you're, yeah, if you're going for walleye, you gotta get that shit down but to the bottom. There is a spot that I know of where mm-hmm. I think I can make it happen if I really wanted to, because mm-hmm. I've caught tons of walleyes there, and it's a foot, two feet deep.
2: It's not like anywhere in the river right now. Yeah that's, <laughs> it's like every, yeah, that's true. Everything is so shallow. Yeah, it's called the river. That's yeah. the spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the river, guys. Go check go check it out. <laughs> yeah. Right now would be the time to, I don't know, catch anything shallow. Yeah. So yeah. how is it in your area right now, though? I, I know everything is horrible here yeah. in the water levels here. It's rough, man. Yeah. It's uh, like the larger creeks and stuff like that are drying up. I live right by a really big reservoir, which is obviously fed by the river. That you know, just keeps going down and down and down, you know. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, like, I like to duck hunt, too. So, also thrive off of shallow water. And I keep seeing all my spots dry up, which last year was the same case, right? Mm-hmm. Drought was last year. So, yep. watching my fishing spots dry up and the duck hunting spots. But, you know, I, I live by a big lake, so that won't ever dry up all the way. But all those little spots are getting pretty low. And yeah.
1: That lake, surprisingly, it's uh, gone up. Recently, yeah, they are they are raising the river levels. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. I don't know
2: what shutting the dam off or, or what, they do that in the fall all the
1: time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I went there uh, last week and um, I was there previously a few weeks ago and the lake was low and then I went there last week and I'm like wait a minute, yeah, the water's come up. Right. But w- it's only rained one time in like yeah. the past three weeks or so. Yeah, yeah,
2: they shut the water off there like. It'll mess with you a little bit during duck season because it'll get out of the kayak or the boat or whatever in one spot. And it's like, oh, this was knee-deep last week, and now I'm up to my chest waders, you know. So hopefully it doesn't uh, fill my waders. So the main lake's fine? Yeah, main lake's fine. But under under the spillway is
0: no bueno. no, no, yeah.
2: look, look pretty I bad. I don't, know. I, I don't been, know. I haven't been under the spillway in a couple, few weeks. Um, it's, I don't know. It's looked bad for a while, but I imagine it's only getting worse. Okay. But... Saw some pictures from Sean Masaki,
1: and then look, it looked low. It there. looks like what it's been looking like the last three years or so. Yeah, Down which is there. bad.
2: Right, it's it's pretty rough. Pretty but
1: rough. two years ago, I did really good on the walleyes. There, in no- oh yes, November, yes. December. You're right. I remember. It was later that. in the year. Didn't do so good last year, but the year before, yeah, Took pretty good. Yep, so, you're right. It was two two
2: years ago. Speaking of walleyes below spillways. Below big uh, reservoirs. Mm-hmm. Do you know the reservoir that's south of me aways? Yes. The big the
1: other big one? Yep. Yes. The other big one. You ever
2: go down there to fish for walleye? Uh, not walleye.
1: I've been down there once. I to sp- fish that little spillway? Yeah. I've heard amazing
2: reports. I'm and, in a fishing group okay. for that lake uh-huh. and, and they'll show from the spillway all the time, like February, March. You know, there's the guys pulling out these tank or walleye. Yeah, it's like the place isn't that big. Like I bet they'd be easy. Right. Pretty easy pickings. But like, that they're getting all those big female walleyes in the uh, early, early I'm spring. I'm assuming the pressure's
0: not too bad down there, too, because it's, I mean, from, there's not really that many big cities down there. No. No. Middle of nowhere. So, exactly. So but I'm assuming
1: the pressure's not too bad. It doesn't take bad. a lot of pressure to that's be crowded true. down there. Though. Very true. So right. sm- There's a small spillway it here. Is, right? It is tiny.
2: Yeah.
1: It might be smaller than uh when we went south-south. That oh, Really? Might be smaller, smaller than that one, or it's it's comparable.
0: It's comparable. Really, I, I went to it maybe about twenty years ago. That's why I, I can't even remember. I haven't fished that spillway for like twenty years ago. That small, really? Yeah, it's comparable to wow. That.
1: Even though it's a big lake, it's
2: yeah, it's huge. It's sec- well, yeah, it's a big lake. Yeah. All say. Yeah, well, I was going to say I was about big. to give a hint, but
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a big reservoir. It's yeah, big it's lake. it's a big reservoir. There we go. Yeah.
0: No, it's a uh, there, there. There's um a lot of potential there. Yeah. Because uh, from our experience, there's a lot of potential there. So
2: big crappie. I know guys are always catching big wipers. I'm I'm judging this off of the pictures that I see in the groups. Like again, you know, I don't I haven't had a lot of time to go and fish that area, but yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of nice walleyes and stuff I see coming out of there. So what do you fish for mostly? The, uh, do you prefer uh, to fish for around it? here? Catfish, oh. uh, if I can. Um, the river's been so low, which is kind of taking a little bit of the wind out of my sails. I know there's still fish to be caught, but. It's taking a little of the wind out of my sails so i bought a new boat in january of 21 mm-hmm. and it's not like a fancy boat with like a jet on it or a mud motor yeah it's i was just gonna like, ask you yeah, do you have
1: a jet no
2: it's uh it's a heavy boat with a with a just a standard outboard mm-hmm. so a little sketchy to be taken on the river with its current conditions so i haven't been out on it too much plus i mean just been a little bit busy kind of some life changes i was driving truck for quite a while uh, full-time, which is time-consuming, so I'm getting, I'm trying to phase out of that, going yeah. and working for myself so that I can hunt and fish a lot more. Yeah, but I know. The, you, uh, the schedule the, management.
1: You've been doing the tree thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, doing, like,
2: tree service and hauling and stuff. I, just, I like it just because I can do it for myself. I can kind of, like, Friday, you know, we were just talking on the way in here mm. about how the weather's going to get cold and the ducks are going to be moving. I'm like, well, I'm going to go duck hunt on Friday morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I get to dictate my own schedule a little bit. So it's been a little different trying to plan out uh every you know my schedule properly but i'll figure that out right. do you yeah. think you'll
1: be doing the tree thing full-time anytime soon i'd like to
2: that's my goal yeah, That's your uh, goal. the part-time trucking thing is like just kind of a security blanket for mm-hmm. the time being you right. know. but yeah that's my goal is to work for myself full-time and then i can dude I, i'm born to hunt and fish so like if doing that allows me more time flexibility to hunt and fish then
1: that's, good, oh, that's that's what it's all about in the end at yeah. least for people like us right it's funny uh, uh, speaking of his uh, tr- uh tree tree cutting service when I was looking at pictures that he posted and uh, this house is, I know this house and it was my sister's old house really? oh, yeah. it's my sister's house now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah what, what are the odds <laughs> yep so yep. your sister's old
2: house is his sister's house now. I, yep. remember, you, I remember you commenting on that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. I was like, hey, that's my sister's old house.
2: <laughs> she this had like crazy, a whole bunch of trees taken out of the backyard. They were huge, too. Yeah. Huge trees. That was a lot of work.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet, dude. <laughs> it took a while. You cleared trees on both sides, right? Because there's two fence lines, one next to the church just and the that other fence just line. Just the
2: big the fence line with most of the trees on okay. it. Yeah, just the one. But
1: Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, small world. Yeah, small world. <laughs> yeah, but
2: yeah, it's it's good.
1: I mean, I I
2: like doing it. Maybe I'll do it full time. I mean, yeah, whatever gives me the time to hunt and fish. Yeah. So, speaking of fishing,
0: you you were just mentioned before
2: uh, we we're jumping
0: on. So you went fishing for some salmon
2: recently? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of a long story. Uh, my myself, my dad, and my grandpa, who's eighty seven, just went out to Oregon. Um, we went out there to go to Mount Rainier. Uh-huh. There's, a, there's like a family heirloom story, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So my grandpa's had a picture on his desk. It's this black and white picture from 1947, like for as long as I can remember, where it's him as a little boy and then his dad by this huge tree trunk in Mount Rainier Park by one of the visitor centers. In 2001, I went up there with my grandpa, and we got a picture by that same stump. But on the way back, in Salt Lake City, the car got broken into, camera got stolen, didn't have the picture. Dang. So we tried to, like, recreate the picture, but the picture got stolen. Oh. So um, this year, I kind of talked to my dad, and we're like, hey, we should fly Grandpa out to Mount Rainier and go get that picture by that log. So now, so we, we went out there to do that, to get the picture by a log of Mount Rainier. But we're like, hey, while we're here, you know, let's do some salmon fishing. So we went to the Columbia River and uh, just we, I mean, it was a guided fishing trip kind of thing. But mm-hmm. we fished for kings, and it just so happened like we were there right when the run was oh. like hot. I mean, oh, like they were dude. they were jumping out of the water. There was boats just, I mean, it was ridiculous. There was boats just lined up, you know, one in front of the other kind of a thing, mm-hmm. uh, and everyone's getting their limits pretty fast. I mean, how big are yeah. those king salmon? How, how big were they? They, they can get huge. The biggest on our boats was like probably seventeen pounds, something like Jeez. that. But. They can, like, I guess up in Alaska, they get, like, 80 pounds, yeah. you know, monster. Mine was probably
1: 10, something like that, 10 totally. pounds. Yeah. So can you, well, I'm a big sushi fan, and uh-huh. salmon is <laughs> one of my favorite fish to eat for sushi. Can you yeah. make sushi out of those fish? or? I think so. Yeah. I
2: haven't done sushi too much, so I guess I didn't really ask, but I think, yeah. yeah th- those aren't the same
0: types of salmon as up. Uh, um, in, whatchamacallit, in Wisconsin, Michigan, when they had their salmon run. It's a different type of salmon. They got some kings up there, yeah, they, I think. They got you kings think? also.
1: Yeah. Huh. I think the, the main ones are what, kings and coho's? Coho's. Coho's.
2: Yeah. Yep. king, coho, and sockeye are kind of yeah, like the right. big, the big three that people like to eat and yeah. catch and stuff.
0: So yeah. then I think king, king salmon, I think you can, then, yeah, you can do sushi with that, right? Or sashimi. Sh- 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 sashimi, Jesus. Or, or sushi. <laughs> sushi, yeah, I think. same thing.
2: I don't know why you couldn't. I mean, yeah, they're coming out of pretty clean water, and it's still salmon, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But we just roast them and, you know,
1: so weigh them that way. How good. much did you guys end up catching?
2: Uh, so they limit you at, like, one adult king per day. Yeah. They they call their, their kings that are under 24 inches. They call them jacks. And I okay. guess you can catch up to six of those in a day. So my grandpa caught one of those. Andy caught an adult king. And then my dad and I caught our adult kings as well. So, after that, it was just like, you know, trips pretty much, pretty much done. You go back to the dock. But, um, yeah, you could catch cohos, but they weren't really in the area at the time. So, okay. Could you just catch and release and just stay there all day and catch? <laughs> well, you probably could. Okay. Uh, I don't there was, some, was, like, the salmon are going from the ocean up the river to spawn.
1: Yeah, they're going to die anyway. Yeah, right? so, yeah,
2: and some of them were, like, closer to death than others. Mm-hmm, so, okay. like, if it was a dark fish you wanted to throw it back because like, they're kind of working their way to being a zombie. Yeah. So we caught some dark fish and threw those back too. Okay. But, yeah. I guess that was catch and release. But if they were like, gotcha. you know, silvers, like they would call them like dime bright, you know, like really silver color, then it was good meat. So
0: yeah. so the, I think we had Yang um, on, who we were talking to him about that thing a little bit. When they become a zombie, it's like, it's unedible, right? Pretty much?
2: Yeah, it's like Nasty, like it's like rotten pretty yeah. much their meat's like completely rotten yeah because their the fish is like rotten from the inside out yeah they're pretty
1: starving much. and out there. Okay. i think they're they're, they're their, their bodies metabolizing their meat Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's how it's how did it taste
2: uh super good yeah, yeah it was really really good i've only eaten we're kind of hoarding it a little bit so i've only <laughs> had it you know once since yeah. getting back but we should probably start getting on it because it'd be a real shame if it gets freezer burnt
1: Oh, salmon's but. so good. Like I said, it's my favorite fish for sushi and stuff, but I like it cooked too, grilled, whatever.
2: What's your favorite fish for, like, not, not just sushi, but, like, sushi, cooked, whatever, all-time
1: favorite? All-time favorite. Well, man, man, it might be salmon. Because no I can't sushi a walleye. You <laughs> can't? <laughs> you can.
0: You can you can. You can, you no, can. no, no, no. <laughs> have
1: have you right. tried it? No.
2: <laughs> Do you know anyone that has tried it? <laughs> Just put some lime on it. You'd be good. <laughs> you might try it. It might be the shit. Oh. You, put some lime on it. You're good. Well, you could probably ceviche. Like the lime, you Ce- might go with ceviche. ceviche. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. ceviche. You I've might...
1: tried it, ceviche. Yeah. Was it good? It was good. No kidding. But it's scary. <laughs> it's scary. Like because of might get sick. Parasites. Yeah. Well dude, that's Fresh almost raw
0: any raw fish, yeah. technically. Yeah. And the, at the end of the day yes, certain fish are safer than others, but Yeah. I don't know. Especially if it's like
2: a Iowa
1: walleye. Yeah.
0: It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> a little bit use a lot of lime, my
2: friend.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah I would say salmon salmon's probably my favorite fish to eat. Yeah. Like I'll buy salmon. Well part because I have no choice yeah, right. to buy salmon, but I guess you could buy walleye, too. But at the same time, I can catch walleye. Right. That makes one of us. <laughs> like, so okay. so
2: I, I've caught one keeper walleye in the state of Iowa in my life. Well, I guess there was, like, moving up to the Iowa Great Lakes, you know, yeah. and, like, took a guide out when I was a kid. But that doesn't really count.
1: We had this conversation before. Yeah.
2: we. I, and
0: I saw your, uh, one of your videos. You're like, I was like, no way, you haven't caught a keeper walleye this yeah. whole
2: time? I I've, I did I caught one at you know the one central Iowa walleye lake that everybody knows about. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> last year I finally caught a keeper walleye. But that was the first one I've really that I would count as keeping yeah. catching.
1: You don't yeah. fish for walleye a
2: ton, That's, right? More than I'd like to admit. Oh, okay, <laughs> but no, but no, not a ton. I mean, relatively speaking, not a ton. You know, in a lot of my walleye fishing, it's kind of taking shots in the dark. Like it's jig and twister. You know, oh, this looks like a rocky area. Like I don't know how to find them in a river too well. I've fished like a lot of the popular spillways, catch a lot of snags, but you know, sometimes I'll
1: catch pike, or I'll catch them like
2: sub. You know. Sublegal kind of thing. With
1: those spills, with those spillways, I think timing has a lot to do with it too. Yeah. Because you go there now, not catch shit, but go there in a month and just stack a pile of them. Yeah. You ever go, there's one kind of in town that's like,
2: you ever go there in the spring and catch pike? Every once in a while, like you're, it's not like there's a ton of them, but you're like more likely to pick some pike up.
1: Yeah. In like
2: April, kind of, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I've done good on pike one spring, and it was a high high water event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I haven't caught shit since then. This was a few years ago. Yeah, it's not like you would really
2: pattern them. It's just like they kind of turn up a little more often mm-hmm. in the spring. I guess we were talking about wall liners it's changed the topic to pike. But I'm oh, sorry, I know. haven't even caught a pike in the past
0: ten years. I feel like a pike piked more, may, may, may be more, since the last time I lived in Iowa before
2: I moved to Cali. A pike is kind of like a thinking man's bass. Like, yeah. Can, can like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're a lot more fun. They, they look cooler. They've got teeth. They get bigger. And you can fish for them a lot of the same ways. Like, you know, top water. You can, you know, you use crankbaits for them. Yeah. yeah. Jerkbaits. Yep. Top water pike fishing. Have you guys been up north to like, like Minnesota, Not, Canada? Not recently. No, you know. no, 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 no. I don't know if like if you ever get a chance to go up there it's fun to do top water pike like up there they, they hate them they're just like yeah. these yeah. things are crap like yeah. we hate pike they can't <laughs> keep them off the line same, same like- for
1: when I was in Wisconsin we were yeah. out there bass fishing and um. I'm they're talking about pike and bowfin, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bass guy's like, no,
2: no, no, we don't want those. <laughs> and I'm, like,
1: freaking excited. They, right. Because the, the guy I was with, Scott, with Jurassic Plastics, he he caught a few uh, bowfin and a few pike. I'm like, yeah, that's freaking cool. And he's, like, all pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't really
2: get a chance to catch a lot of pike around here. Like, no, every no, once in a while, no. you'll catch them incidentally. Northern Iowa, you can find them a little bit more if you want to make the trip. But, you know, and you go up north, they, like I said, they can get big. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a boat, like, you know, in like northern Minnesota, Canada, you go to, like, the, the weed beds, you throw out two of them and reel them back real fast, top water, and just, yeah. like, watch them, blow up. Oh, hmm. dude, that's a lot of fun.
1: I think they're cool. Yeah. They're pretty cool fish.
0: Pikes, heck, yeah. That's why I, I would like to catch them. But, like you said, it's kind of rare to catch them around here. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it's funny because I feel like musky guys hate pike. <laughs> <even> <laughs> yeah, right? th- They're not that different. They're no, they're, they're ex- almost the same. I mean, it'd be like a a guy that fishes for small smallmouth. Well, yeah. I guess no, never. Mind. I take that back. Because <laughs> smallmouth are way cooler than largemouth. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're definitely okay. the best bass. Yeah, I guess I can see where the musky guys are coming from. Now that I put it in your, that perspective, your tune changed quick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait. I had to think about it. Okay, I I got backtracking. Why a little, is
0: smallmouth cooler
2: than
1: largemouth? Oh, they look cooler. They fight harder. Harder and, to come by. I feel like yeah, they're,
2: they're pickier fish. Like a largemouth, you put a nightcrawler in front of him and catch him. And you watch these bass guys that are like, "Oh, you have to use this lure and fish for him this kind of way." And it's like, no, you don't. No. <laughs> you put a you put a nightcrawler on a bobber, and you throw it in front of his face and he'll eat it. <laughs> and it's like that, that's largemouth fishing. We
0: gotta uh, get some. We gotta get some, like a, a real passionate largemouth guy on one day. Oh, we
1: We do, Corey. Uh,
0: well, no, no, but Corey likes to fish for a bunch of other
1: species too. Well, but he's a bass tournament angler, though. But that's just doesn't get more hardcore than that.
0: That's just competitiveness. Like, like, like a normal fishing day go fish. You know, he's not fishing for a largemouth. Like, if, if if he wasn't in a tournament, he wouldn't be fishing for a largemouth. He'd be pre-fishing, possibly for the tournament. Yes, but if you told him you have the day off,
1: let's go fishing, Corey. I can almost. I'm nine. Well, we can ask him next time. Depends how far along the tournament scene is. True. If it's tournament season, I bet he'd go bass fishing. Throw away the tournament scene. Let's just say there's no tournaments this year, and he's gonna go
0: fishing. He has a day out to go fishing. I almost guarantee you he's not. Well, fishing you
1: can't just house. ignore a huge. I know. Part of why he would go fishing. <laughs> okay. The biggest reason why he would go fish, Fishing. Forget about that. Right. <laughs>
0: We're talking about but, every other time. <laughs> but, no, on a regular day, if he would just go, if he's oh just going to fishing, there's no tournament to prep for. There's nothing, you know, just this is your day out,
1: dude. You can fish for okay. any species you want. So outside of the tournament season, yeah, he'd go fish for other stuff. Yeah, I would think so. I think he,
0: he enjoys fishing for other stuff. But like I said, we need to get a real, like a guy that does nothing but fish for largemouth. And there's, there's plenty of them out there. There's some guys that are really, really proud of their ditch pickles. Like, yes. it's just. That's it's, all they fish for. Yeah. And that's, and they, and they, I, you know, I would like to ask them, like, why don't you like catching this other species? Just curious. I, you know, what, what what's going through their mind? There has to be a reason why they only fish for that one specific species.
2: They're fun. Like, if when they incidentally bite your line, it's like, they're fun to reel in while you're reeling them in. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. large mouth. Man. <laughs>
1: through the ice, I don't mind catching them. Because. Yeah. Especially if I'm fishing for bluegills or crappies, yeah. And a twenty-inch bass comes by and bites. Very true. I mean, they
2: tug, you know. Yeah. Like they're they're fun to they're fun to reel in, but they just I don't know. There's something about targeting them. Like I grew up on farm pond fishing too, so it, you kind of get spoiled a little bit. Ah. Uh, you know. Oh, there's a five-pound bass. Yeah. There's a six-pounder. <laughs> okay. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get the guys are like really excited about catching the two-pounder in a in a lake somewhere, and it's like I just I don't know, doesn't do it for me. How oh. many largemouth have you put on a hook for catfish? None. Huh. Surprisingly. How many largemouth have you put on a hook for catfish? None. Oh. And we talk about it, but we, yeah, have never done it. They're not the best bait. He doesn't even
0: ask you that, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, One of my buddies that I was in the Marines with, he's really big into bass fishing, and he'll send me his bass fishing uh, pictures. Yes. I'm like, cool, man, thanks for catching the mm-hmm. bait. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I on top of catfishing, you know, the bass guys look down on the catfishing guys. You're just fishing for the bottom feeders. Everybody right?
1: looks down on right. the catfish
2: guys. But, and, <laughs> and, and even in the catfishing realm, so I do a lot of ditty poles. Like in the catfishing world, like that's like the low of the yeah, low. Yeah. You're at <laughs> the, <you're> the bottom <laughs> of the bottom. So then what I do is I'll go, and it's legal to use them if you catch them on hook and line, which is what I do, I'll go and put a largemouth bass on a ditty pole oh. and put it in the river. Oh. Then I could bait. I'd use them more if they are a better bait. Hmm. They kind of die on the hook fast. and. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay, so do you think trot lines or ditty pulls are lower on the totem pole? I feel like trot line I guys.
2: Bet, I bet ditty pulls get more shit, though, because more, like, at least around here, because more people do ditties. That's true. There's some. Trot lines are kind of restrictive for, like, it's restrictive for how many hooks you can use mm-hmm. on your sets. So you only got like 15 hooks. If you just did a trot line, it's only 15 hooks. Uh, so a lot of guys don't mess with it. I have a trot line, I've run it a couple times, and it's actually a lot of fun, but I don't know. if more people ran them, I bet they'd piss a lot of people off. <laughs> yeah. But Diddy poles do too. Like there's some people out there that could probably give your Diddy pull guys a bad name, you know, like right. the stereo the stereotype dudes,
1: you know. The guy with the wearing the overalls with no yeah. shirt underneath. Yeah. <laughs> One tooth. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've, you know,
2: yeah. I mean, you you probably, there's people like that that probably get the dating pole guys a bad day. But there's a lot of guys that just, you know, like myself, like I just like to go out. It's a good time. It's a social kind of fishing. Whereas, I mean, all fish is kind of social. But, you know, you just get your buddies in a boat and you drink a bunch of beer and you go and pound the poles in spots you think you're going to be good. And, like, we wind up releasing probably 75% of our fish, you know, trying to catch and release a bunch. I got boat rules where it's like, Channel that's 10 pounds or bigger automatically goes back. Flatheads are 20 or bigger automatically go back. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: you know. I remember that big buffalo you caught <laughs> a couple of years ago. That one went 32 pound <laughs> buffalo went oh, back too. on a freaking uh, diddy pole. On live bait,
2: he ate like a live sunfish or wow. maybe it was a bullhead. But right, right, yeah. On live, we we pulled up and hit the bank and like this, the rod was kind of moving but it was moving weird and. Yeah. Colton, my, my buddy Colton, actually, the guy that I did the HFNO podcast with, uh-huh. pulled it up over the side of the boat, and I'd never seen anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest buffalo I'd ever laid eyes on. Nice. They did huge. Yeah. Like, uh, we have seen some big ones with bow fishing, but I've never seen them. I've never even seen anything that size for bow fishing. That was a monster. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, interesting. Um, can you explain
0: to a newbie like me, like trout, holes? Huh? Trot yeah. poles? Yeah, like how, you, how do you set those up and how do they Oh, trot rate? lines? Oh, trot lines, I mean. Trot. <laughs> I, trot lines. I, I knew what you meant. Yeah. yeah, Sorry.
2: So there's trot lines and there's ditty poles. Um, if you look at, like, the DNR regulation, the Iowa DNR doesn't really differentiate between them. They call them sets. And right. then they set, lines, right. set lines, oh, right. They define right. sets as, like, you know, ditty pole, bank line, trot line. Those are all included as sets. So mm-hmm. they're a little bit different. Um... So a diddy pole is basically a piece of PVC, three-quarter inch PVC, that you run some braided, like tarred braid through, like, you know, heavy-duty, 180-pound, whatever. Mm -hmm. Put an 8-aught, 10-aught hook on it, pound it into the bank, spot looks good, put a piece of bait on it, drive off, come back, later, check it. Uh, Trot line is a little more complex and a lot more work. It usually, like, takes two or three guys to set one. At least, at least me. I bet those guys can run it by themselves. But <laughs> you put a pole in, in the bank, and okay. then you tie one line. Like so, you got like a main line. You tie one end of your main line off to that pole in the bank, and then you kind of have the other end that's sort of weighted, and that goes into the middle of the river. Okay. And between the pole and the weight, there's kind of these drops. You know, these like lines line. that are six, 8, 12 inches long. Okay. And you know, usually smaller hooks with that maybe something like that and pick your bait shrimp nightcrawler your shad Soap, whatever <laughs> you haven't used soap yet <laughs> wd-40 <laughs> yeah. haven't haven't used that but yeah do me whatever your favorite bait is you can use live or dead mostly for diddy poles we use live bait because we're targeting flathead but it'll catch tons of channels too yeah you know huh. so yeah it, it's a fun time you haven't, you haven't done that before
1: then not trout lines nope no. I've never done trout lines diddy's no. Neither? Neither. I floated yeah. I floated the river earlier this year, and we saw a few Diddy poles on the bank. And my buddy, Butters, I was with, he was like, he was, he's a uh, trying to think of a nice word. <laughs> <laughs> Say one that's not nice. <laughs> yeah. He was like, man, I should just go
2: there and
1: mess with you. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, it's whatever, you know. No. Uh, for, yeah. For some people, it, they do not like those set lines. No, they don't. Yeah. Some people don't like them at all. But
2: and I kind of get there's I've like I've ran it for a long time. But, like I've witnessed plenty of people that they don't check. Like they you know they're obviously not checking their line. Mm-hmm. Or, they don't have it labeled. Like you gotta put your name, phone number, and address. Yep, yep. Or you know tag all your poles. They don't do that. You know they keep everything they catch. Right. Because like when you're running ditty poles, like. It's not a matter of if you're going to catch fish. It's kind of like how many and how big are they? Mm-hmm. So it's a Really productive method of fishing, and it's like you keep everything. Like know, that's a lot of fish,
1: you know? right? Because how know. many? How many can you set? Let's say if you're running strictly ditty poles. Yeah. How many can one guy set?
2: Five per person. So, Five per person. So then, if you got four guys in your boat, you know it's twenty. And then you know, the holiday weekends you always see a lot of people out, like Labor Day, Memorial Day. Yeah. So then, probably Fourth of July too might have 20 boats on the river, you Jeez. know, maybe, something like that. Yeah,
1: you just go set the lines, go back to camp, drink yeah. for, like, four or five hours, Come go back out, oh, shit, you know, we got, got a nice catfish. We show. got 15 catfish.
2: <laughs> it's a good time. I I usually try and not keep more than what we're going to use within, like, the next, like, without it getting freezer burnt. Yeah. You know? Like, when I was a kid, we used to, like, I'm the only person in my family that eats fish. So when I was a kid. We'd keep fish, and then it would just get freezer burnt mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> in my parents' freezer. And I was like, "Man, oh, this sucks." So uh, <laughs> I try to avoid the freezer burn. So um, I needed to go hit the bathroom.
3: So let's
0: do a quick. We take a break. Break. Maybe a refill. Refill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. refill. And then uh, I, I, I wanted to ask, uh, stay tuned a little bit, because I want to ask you a little bit more about bow fishing.
2: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that'll be fine. Cool. Hell yeah. All right.
0: We'll be right back, guys. Cool.
1: All right. BRB.
2: On that street? Ankeny's worse.
0: Uh, I don't
1: know. I think East 14's the worst.
0: No, oh, man. Have you been at Ankeny off of or
1: labor? Oh, it's just a, yeah. like traffic
2: to traffic, it might be. Uh, but when you talk about all the extracurriculars on the sidewalk... Like, definitely Southeast 14th Street. you guys are talking. I usually live in California, I suppose. That's fair enough. you guys,
0: traffic, this is like child's play. Traffic here is like, I hear a lot of people like,
2: oh, it took me 20 minutes to get to work. I'm like,
0: dude, don't even talk to me. Somebody comes to me, like, they whine and bitch about 20, 30 minutes to get to work. Don't even talk to me. It's just, I don't even want to hear it. I used to live in California, and, you know, I used to work in San Francisco where literally to drive, 20 miles, 25, 30 miles. It would take you sometimes hour and a half to two hours. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. Did you, have,
2: you have a long commute to work all the time then. I did
0: back then, but yeah. then that's why you take public transportation. But even if you take public transportation, it still takes you 45 to 50 minutes to get there. And then on top of that, you got to deal
1: with the shit on public transportation. Right. You. you, you it's so, yeah. So 20 miles, it will take you how long? It about twenty-five miles. Uh, it would take me probably about an hour and a half to two hours sometimes. Depends. Well, depends. Okay, let's say in Des Moines it takes you half an hour to travel five miles.
2: Yeah, I suppose
1: if you extrapolate it like right. that, I can't. So, is it
2: five miles during like the worst yeah. rush? I mean, yeah. it has to
1: be some pretty bad traffic. Let's say twenty minutes. Yeah, five twenty mile, minutes for I five, could five see miles. That.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess you want to. So if you go uh,
1: miles per minute here, <laughs> you to compare, which one is worse? True. The hour and a half to two hours,
0: bro. For it's twenty worse. some miles, it- dude. This is interstate miles. It's trust me, the the twenty minutes to go five miles is not that big of a deal. The hour and a half to twenty, so, the okay. two hours for for freaking a twenty-five mile, thirty-mile trek. That's on the interstate only. It's. Think about that. If you're on the interstate only to go in 25 miles. Oh, yeah. To 30 miles and you're stuck on it for two hours. It's bumper to bumper on the interstate, dude.
2: I would have a coronary. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Every
0: day. And then on the way home, too. Yeah, man. You're spending five hours four, four to four at the good days. three and a half, four three, hours. Yeah.
1: Three hours. Best case scenario. Best to commute. Case. Yeah. Every day.
3: Rough.
0: So I, that's why I don't have kids. That's why we didn't. We don't. I no longer live in California. That's why I didn't. I don't. I, I wasn't going to raise my kids there because if I'm going to spend three to five hours a day just on the road, that's three to five hours you don't spend with your family.
2: Right. Because right. so by the time you get up early and leave, and then go to work, and by the time you come back, yeah. you're going to bed. Couldn't do it. Yeah. That's why. That's that's why we never had kids over there. I mean, once we had kids, we're like we already. Uh, my wife and I
0: already knew we're like we ain't living there. Right. Right. I mean, as much as I love it and miss it no way it won't cost a living traffic it's just i wouldn't be a happy person
1: you could take a really good fishing trip in three to five hours that's what i'm saying guys
2: <laughs> you, you're no you're spot on Shit, half. what direction are you thinking three and a half to five hour drive it wouldn't even for this matter. good fishing trip it wouldn't even matter honestly in iowa
1: any direction Well, not west yeah. Might we'll oh, up in Nebraska we, somewhere.
0: We,
2: Actually,
1: we never
0: done it, so how can we knock on it? Right?
2: I, I, that's true. Oh, have you done? I, I don't know. No, I, I just know. Uh, okay. I, I kind of instantly just talk shit about Nebraska. I guess. <laughs> no, I'm not a huge Nebraska guy either. I used to live in Nebraska or, too. But, or or Illinois? I don't know. Is Illinois. there good fishing?
1: Going? Yeah, I think Illinois is I pretty guess, good.
2: I have. guess if you get to, you
1: don't have to drive that far. You get to either Big River. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yep. what I'm so Missouri is on one side, Mississippi is on another. Yeah. Yeah. We got. if you, you go into Illinois, you got the Illinois River. Uh, yeah. Way a spot burn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't, I
2: don't think that's a spot burn. Yeah. The whole river, guys. <laughs> the whole river. <laughs> We're not from Illinois. It's not our problem. Yeah, yeah we don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We Stop don't us. live there. Yeah. We don't live there, so it don't matter. <laughs> Ain't our problem.
1: <laughs> you go north, you know, we got Minnesota. You go south, yeah. Missouri. There's yeah. supposed to be
2: some good fish in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Actually, we never really target too much in I Missouri. I think Ozarks. Ozarks. Ozark. Truman Ozark. Lake. For, uh, yeah. for trout, I've heard that um, Ozarks like the shit yeah
1: like surprisingly good right
2: yeah like the, like the white river down there which i think is like the outlet of lake of the ozark so i'm not messing that up which is like brown trout heaven yeah. i couldn't tell you yeah we, somebody's gotta get a boat so we can go buddy just saying do you need a boat i have a boat but it has a busted skeg
1: yeah 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 you mentioned uh yeah you said you got a boat just last year but you broke it
2: yeah so okay so my saga with boats is not the best I had a 1648 John boat, right, 16 feet long, four feet wide, uh-huh. uh, and that thing, like the motor, was always breaking on it. Uh, we sunk it once duck hunting and got stranded on the river. Oh uh, God! And that yeah. <laughs> uh, we we almost had to call search and rescue, but I called everyone I knew with the boat, and oh, we got two of them to come out and bring a whole bunch of tools. And like, it wasn't sunk all the way to the bottom. We pulled it up on the bank, and the transom had like a leak in it, oh. and so it sunk its ass end into the river, so we couldn't move it but we, uh, we wrapped it like could come along around a tree and jacked the thing out and then bailed all the water out of it anyway I got rid of that boat and I got my new boat in uh, January of 21 yep and it was been great but like we kind of talked about the rivers have been a little low for my boat you know and uh, used it a few times on some of the bigger reservoirs took it out on the river over Memorial Day weekend so what kind it, of boat is it? Hold on. It's a low, it's a 1760, 1760. low roughneck. Okay. It's got a 60 horse Murky on it, which is, it's pretty good. It does what I need it to do.
1: Kind of like a flat bottom or a modified yeah. V? it's or? a, yeah, it's a, it's a river boat. Okay. Mod V, I'd I'm say. I'm trying to visualize.
2: Yeah, it's like, it's a mod V. It doesn't have like the square bow on it. It's ah, modified. Ah, okay. Yep. Um, but I wanted it for something that could duck hunt. That could go on some of the bigger water around here, hit the Mississippi with it. Because I have, you know, kayak and I have a little boat and mm-hmm. stuff like that too for some of the small water. Um, but anyway, I took that out Memorial Day weekend and hit a piece of concrete when my nephew was driving the boat oh, and uh, busted the skeg on it. And there's not enough skeg left to do one of those bolt-on skeg replacements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So almost everyone I talked to said, "Well, you're gonna have to get four to five thousand dollar lower unit replacement." But they did find a place that will like fabricate and weld on a new one. So yeah. that's only four hundred bucks. Okay.
1: So the skeg is like that little fin at the bottom of your motor. Yep, right? right? Yep, right below the prop. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I broke that off,
2: uh, but there's a place in town that makes new ones. Like they do a whole bunch of them a year. So okay. I'm gonna have them do that. I just haven't done it yet. So.
0: So with the river as low as it is right now, are you even seeing any boats out there at all? Anybody? I
2: don't know. I'd have to have a boat with a without a busted skeg to go to the river to know. <laughs> yeah, he he hasn't been yeah, on the that's river. True, so that's true. That's true. He doesn't know. No, I, I don't see too many, I don't think. You
0: guys seeing a lot of boats? I I haven't at all. I haven't seen anybody launch from at least from my location where usually I would see once in a while, you know, if you drive um near my house, but I have not seen anybody like I launch lately. People with jets. Yeah. Top, yeah.
2: It's it's bad, dude. Like I've never I've obviously never seen it this low. Yeah.
1: I don't It's funny. I was uh, I was in Spencer's neck of the woods, because actually I got rid of my car recently. I went to go pick up my check for my car, and I was leaving. There's this truck pulling a big, uh, big ass, big ass boat. Oh, freaking Spencer! Oh, was it? Yeah, it was Spencer. (laughs) Because, well, I I know his truck and I know his boat. So, I think that's the only boat you'll see on the river right now. Right. A jet. Yeah, yeah. Did he see you? Did he like, hey? No, I don't see you. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just like some random compact truck. Yeah, like he he, his his whole setup stands out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen his new setup yet or anything, but yeah, yeah I've heard it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. Uh, sounds cool. Uh man, I've been I've been looking at boats, and after hopping on his boat, I'm like man, that. I feel like i want a tiller yeah because there's so much room did they do you change your mind now what are you thinking now uh, it, it just you, depends what's available are you actively
2: again. boat shopping
1: kind of yeah kind of but i think maybe i should make some kind of official thing because i've <laughs> we've been talking about it for yeah, the last know, few man. podcasts right i don't think it's gonna happen this year oh Cause no i've been talking about like, okay it might happen this, yeah. it might happen this week or next week well by the time you get it then it's like you just not
2: a lot of time till the ice starts. Yeah. I mean you got maybe a month or so until the ice month and a half till yeah. the I, ice starts. Is price is different right now versus
1: if you were to wait till spring? I mean it depends if you're buying new or not. Gotcha. Aftermarket I think right now would be the best time to buy.
2: Yeah. Cuz everyone's getting rid of their
1: boat and trying then in the to. spring everyone's trying to buy a boat. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm yeah. Yeah. But I don't have a Shitload of cash, even though I just got the check for my car. But I think I'm gonna I'm just gonna pay off some debts and then save my mon- money over winter. There you go. Don't buy new no ice fishing shit.
0: <laughs>
2: I need to buy some ice fishing shit. What? Yeah, I I I never uh, never really got into it. Okay. Yeah, I, let, I need to buy some. I need to buy at least some shit to get into
1: it. Yeah. Let's let's talk ice fishing. Yeah. We, um, yeah. I was gonna ask you. I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but. I felt like you weren't really into ice fishing. But. Not,
2: not yet. So I had some rods before and, you know, like a little hand, like a hand auger. Like, uh-huh. you, you know, you have to manually crank the thing. Um, and I didn't have a lot of fun with that, so I got rid of that shit. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd sit on a five-gallon bucket on a farm pond and just freeze. Yeah. But then I, kinda, I, I saw you guys talking about it and everyone else talking about, you know, how fun it is to do it in an ice shack with a heater. I'm like, okay, well, that, that's that's good. Oh, you you should go it, with us this yeah, season. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's a good way to catch walleye, which I like, yeah. crappie, which I like. You know, mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah. How about wipers, man? Wipers are cool too. I don't usually target them, but okay. they're fun. You know, like when they bite, they're fun. They're better right. than a largemouth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice but yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be down to
1: try out some ice fishing for sure. Cause uh, it's funny, I was actually going through my um, my queue for this winter because I have have seven ice fishing videos lined up for this season ready to go already yeah and i was going through it and watching that stuff because uh i i like going back and looking at looking at my videos yeah i do sometimes yeah yeah just see you know what you know what i was doing what what i could work on and I just kind of reminisce i guess and i'm building up the anticipation for ice fishing because whether you like it or not it's coming it, we're probably there in what three months tops. Well, up, to, up north is probably, like, another month. Yeah, down here, yeah. you know, you're looking at maybe three months at yeah. most we will be on the ice. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 November, okay. December, January. Yeah. Yep. In January, yeah. we'll be on the most ice. Most
2: likely, yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, I, I thought about springing for an ice shack, but I don't know. I don't know. And how about you go, yeah. you go with okay. us? Yeah. You
1: go with us, because we have all the shit, dude. Yeah. Like, we have all right. everything. And then from there... You can see what make you, the judgment yeah, whether it. if it's something you want to get into.
2: I still need to take you guys out for doing ditty poles if you want to. If yeah, your friends won't do. beat you up for doing it, well, I, I remember last podcast we last <laughs> podcast we had talked about it. But then you know it's just been.
1: I think that was river. before you moved, right? Yeah, it was.
2: It was. In, I was in uh, my new house. I think you then. just had moved. just yeah, yeah. Yep. and then I don't know, it just hasn't been a lot of river. We've only been a couple times, but when we actually get river where i can get my boat up and down it pretty easily and there's bank to put poles in yeah i'd be down for it i think what we need
0: is is a big i mean i hate to say it but we're gonna need a lot of snow this year for water to really yeah big snow pack yeah Yeah, i think so from everywhere from here to all, all everywhere we need a big a abundance amount of snow, uh, so once it melts off the... Just have it all
1: up north. Right. Like yeah. If we don't have that, any snow down here, I won't <laughs> be mad. Just have it all I north know, I, of
0: us. I feel you, dude. I, I, I agree because once ice season starts, I'm like, man, I don't want snow. I could care less. I, I mean, as long as it's cold, I'm cool with it, but the snow is sucks. Yeah, the, the cold, I'll put up with it. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. Dude, we're inside but anyways, snow. you know what I'm saying? Most of the time.
2: I like the snow alright. It's like sub-zero shit. not really down with that,
1: <laughs> but... The snow's cool. Okay, like, so I'm for ice snow. fishing, let's say you go with a What okay. what would you like to target? Walleye, crappie. Walleye, crappie. Okay. Yeah, crappie, yeah. easy. Crappie, yeah. That walleyes, we might have to work a little bit. That's but. all right. I'm I'm fine if if we don't really get a whole lot, that's
2: fine. Like especially if we can stack up the crappies, I'm cool with that. Or it just fish. Right. General, yeah. I'm not picky. <laughs> yeah, action's always good, man. Yeah, I'm not picky.
1: Yeah. yeah. Bluegills, I can almost guarantee it. Right. Crappies not too difficult walleyes that's a little bit more tricky yeah i think so i think
0: walleyes, at least for a uh, bit more uh, our, our neck of the woods I mean, walleyes is trickier for sure
1: so
2: i got an ice rod last year because i'm like i'm going to slowly start just getting the stuff that was my thought last year i'm going to mm-hmm. slowly start getting the stuff like maybe i'll get an, an automatic drill like a k drill or something else um but i don't know I kind of was, I was like, well, if I slowly get the shit, then it doesn't feel like it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. So go. it ain't
0: cheap. It ain't cheap. So go with us because I, I have a Cadro He's got the light flight. You might like, you know, try different things, try different, you know, shacks, mm-hmm. all that yeah. stuff to see which one, you you know, you're going to like first because like he's just said, it ain't cheap. Because once you start spending because it's a couple hundred here, a couple hundred here, next thing you know, you're like a couple grand in all of a right. sudden for all that gear. It, it it gets pricey. Just that sounds like duck hunting. <laughs> it's it, it pretty much. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's anything. Yeah, pretty it's much anything. nowadays.
1: Yeah, like you true. can say the same thing about regular fishing. Oh yeah. Duck yeah. hunting, deer hunting. Yep. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, regular fishing, I, I broke in the. Uh, I told you right.
0: What? I de-virginized de- the uh, uh, catfish, oh, and, catfish and carp, and carp rod.
1: Carp. Shout outs to oh, Whisker yeah. Seeker. Whisker Seeker. Shout nice. out to our
0: sponsor. I I, I broke it in because. Uh, I uh, went catfishing the other day and I ran to Butters. Interesting. I told him where I was going to go. I was fishing the river of all places. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I broke that. Broke in the rod. Finally caught my first catfish on that rod. So nice. It's, it's pretty. Pretty excited. I was. It's a catfish
2: what? and carp rod.
0: Yeah, it's a catfish and carp. It's a medium. It's a one-piece medium heavy or medium okay. light. I'm sorry. Maybe medium. Medium, medium heavy. Something. Medium something. Medium, medium heavy light. Yeah. I think they yes, call it. I think you're right. <laughs> like. What's a medium heavy light, but it works. It's it's All it's right. it's uh, in between a medium heavy and a medium light, I guess. It's called so, just like a medium? A medium? Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> just <laughs> just <laughs> a regular medium, but they call it medium heavy light. You know, you're right yeah It's uh, but anyways, uh yeah, I was super stoked because uh I was just fishing on the river and caught maybe a bunch of bait fish, like white bass, <laughs> white bass. I was about to leave. I, I said, alright, last cast, I'm leaving. I didn't really catch anything. I cut, you know, I used cut bait on the rod. I'm, like, I'm still trying to diversionize this rod and butters. I and shout out to him. He goes, Oh, I just got a big bump, Gord, you sure you are gonna leave? Or he said something like that, right? I go, fine. I'll do one more cast. I did one more cast butters just for you. I think I have it on video too, and then cast it then catch shit. Yeah, putting up my rods and everything, then all of a sudden my the rod just went <laughs> and it just I got the bite and I caught a. It was probably about it was a 25, 26 inch um, oh, channel. It was, great, it decent was a channel. Nice, it was a decent channel. I was like, holy shit! I was like, it's a good thing I had that one last cast because if I didn't stay, if I to clean everything up, I wouldn't have caught that fish.
2: Yeah. So that's probably I don't know what what's the 25, 26 inch channel like Five six pounds?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was a good. It was a good solid fish. fish. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Six pounds. Yeah. You know, it was. It was probably like five. It was a good fish. I was happy with that. I was like, I wasn't. You know, I I was. I guess i can't say I was expecting that because I brought that rod. I was doing that for a reason. I was doing cut bait for a reason. So I was expecting to catch that fish. Can't say I wasn't expecting it, right?
2: Sure. <laughs> do you ever uh, do you ever like catch carp? Speaking of catfish
1: and carp rods. You ever target them and catch them? Uh, I should. Yeah, do you know the catfish and carp uh, YouTube channel? That's, that's yeah. yeah. That's what the rods are named yeah. after. Well, so, Isn't that
2: one guy that?
1: Uh, he's in South Carolina with the kid with his with two yeah. Boys. He's with his kids all the time. Yeah. Yep. 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 Then he yep. moved I, to Alaska or something. He's uh, done
2: some episodes in Alaska, but yeah, I've uh, I've seen his. I, I used to watch the channel a lot, several years ago. I don't watch much YouTube anymore. Just. Yeah, I think he's originally from Alaska. Oh, is he? Yeah, I, didn't
1: I think know that.
0: so. But yeah, he, he it was uh, he, it was his I think collaboration with with seeker, so yeah, it was that's that his rod. line of rods. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's a pretty cool rod because um, it's fun. I love catching fish because yeah, because I saw him use it. And I was like, I I don't have a rod where I can um, technically use small little cut baits. Yeah, because um, I have the big catfish rods, and then I have my regular medium medium light rods, you know, I like cast and stuff, but. I, I needed something in between. I think it was a good, like you're saying, you're using little small cut baits
1: or just not too heavy, but like you use, smaller pieces of bait. Yeah, yeah, it's a perfect rod for that. Yeah. I really do. It's so fun catching stuff on it. it, it you yeah. do have to kind
2: of like find a specific rod for that, because like I've got the big, huge rods that you throw out like the, the whole bluegill on yeah. or yep. whatever. But, yeah, you know, yeah. Like oh, if a, a flathead bites it, you're good. But like just a little piece of cut shad or a little piece of cut bluegill, you know, like. It is nice have a medium heavy rod yeah. you know, for something like that. And I think that rod is going to be perfect for like even like any other species that
0: eat that that bites little little tiny cut baits. Yeah, you know, because I see him. He, you catch a lot of wipers on that. Yeah, I've caught wipers, walleyes, yeah, white bass, and it's fun. No, you're right. When I was fighting, i like, "Ooh, this is." It, it was a little bit of a different rush from. Uh, using the, the, the regular medium, he- the heavy rods. Yeah, the I'm medium like, heavy. Yeah, this was like, oh, it was really fun. Like, fighting is like, it was really fun. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. It's pretty
2: cool. I've got one like that, but it fits that role. It's not a whisker seeker, it's a good, kind of a cheaper Daiwa combo. Mm. Um, but I think you should get a whisker seeker.
1: <laughs>
2: I know. <They laughs> I'm look, just they saying, look nice.
1: not because they sponsor our <laughs> podcast or anything. <laughs> I should, they,
2: they look nice. Uh, and one of my buddies uses them and likes them a lot. But uh, do they do spinning tackle? Because I'm yeah Spinning. I'm yes. There's
1: a spinning and casting version. Yeah. And have, the, the rod that I was catching, is, it is a spinning It's version. spinning. It yeah, the two, are, I own two. They're both spinning. And, man, I'm thinking about getting a third one. Nice. I don't know if I'm going to even. You know what? The other day I was just thinking, like, I don't know if I'm going to even use my regular bait caster as much anymore. See, I Ever since I got those two rods, I don't use my medium heavies as much. Really? Interesting. Well, for one, they're lighter. True. And for the fish that we catch around here, yeah. the catfish and carp rods are perfect. You Yeah,
0: you're right on that. Very true.
1: But, I don't know, we got
0: off topic about uh, ice fishing. Sorry about that. But, yeah, right. we'll, we got to take you ice fishing this year. Um, just let us know. It'll be fun, dude. Yeah, I, th- I think you'll enjoy it and you come hang out with us. Um, yeah, so that's a good time. You like, might end up... I, I, this is the thing. I think so many people that I've taken out for the very first time, our, you know whatever ice fishing, they just get addicted. Yeah. Everybody has.
2: I think so, I, I got him into ice fishing the very first time he went with me. And I don't do anything like in January, February, all the hunting is closed. Yeah. The ice, you know, and Perfect. I just kind of sit around and wait for spring to come.
1: I actually want to ice fish your neck of
2: the woods. All right. I think you know. I, is there a lake that's attached to a... A small lake that's attached to a huge lake that you want to fish. <laughs> the big lake. I want to ice fish the yeah. big lake. Oh, do lake. you? Okay, all right. But
0: we we gotta hope the weather plays out and the ice right. is is like legit enough for us to all do. Right. But I know what you're talking. Just gotta
1: to, just gotta be a little bit more cautious. Yeah, but uh yeah, I want to try that lake in your area. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, it will be a good time. I got a little
2: camp girl I could bring out. Oh, make good. some
1: make some food and oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure.
2: That's what kind of appeals to me about the idea of ice fishing out of a shack is like, you got heaters.
1: It's it's pretty but social. Got, but then you got yeah. your you, know, you got yes. your beer and your yep.
2: food and it's like, it's yeah. when you're sitting on a five gallon bucket with no ice shack by yourself. Yeah. It, well, you know that's what I did before. It wasn't a lot of fun. But no, I th- I think it's uh, really on that. It's like ice fishing
0: is probably the most social aspect of fishing out there. It's because you're, I mean.
3: If, if you, you, have, take, a shack, if it, you yeah. have a shack, if you have a shack, and you have, yeah. people, and,
0: and yeah. if you have company with you, right? Right. Because you're you're not, you know, on the banks or on a boat fishing, not talking to each other. You literally are <coughs> confined to a room. Yeah. You know, technically, if you have a hub, and even if you're kind of scouring, you're you're doing it together. And if you get a bunch of people all, you're socializing. Right. And most of the time, you guys are just talking, fishing. It's it's it is. I think ice fishing is probably the best social fishing out there
2: do you have to have uh like a vexilar or no. any kind of uh electronics it, or anything it help it helps it helps but this definitely thing. helps
0: so if you go with us this is going right. to help because this guy has got the live scope so, okay yeah, so technically we can share exactly you can you you can draw like four holes in you know in a row here right And just look at one screen and you guys are all fishing you can kind of see it helps it it makes it i guess obviously more entertaining that's for sure. It's like a video game. I, mean, if you love I can video see that, games, yeah. If you love video games, you're going to love all the electronics that comes for ice fishing. I can see that. My kids love ice fishing. Yeah. And the electronics just really enhances it more because it's, it's visual. It's, yeah, it's very visual. Visual now. And then, you know, to any upcoming kids, they're all about visual learning, visual hands-on, everything, right? Yeah. So when they are able to go fish and they can see the fish or
2: they can see their lure and shit, that, that makes them just get more amped up and more excited. I think it'd be fun to just see down the live scope and just kind of see what it, like what all's down there and see the structure that the fish are hanging out on and have a better uh, perspective on that.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I mean, I, I feel like I, I've gotten it figured out. Last season where last season was when I really dialed things in when i first got it that first season it was kind of uh I'm, I'm just still trying to figure stuff out <laughs> but yeah you know, the like for me before i was always the guy outside the shack drilling a whole bunch of holes fishing you know moving 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 yeah but this past season i did a lot of okay i like this certain piece of structure because with life scope you can see that easily you just stick that thing in the hole and just point around okay that. Okay, there's this little slope that comes down. There's a tree right there. And with scope, you can easily pinpoint those areas and just set up and wait for the fish to come to you. Yeah. Are you going to use your camera more this year?
0: If Under, I can um, find underwater. clear water. Uh, see, that's the thing. You know what? I, I actually got rid of my camera. Like, I didn't even – I used it once, and like you were saying, it was like – I could, shit.
2: Like the live scope S- camera?
1: No, no, no. Uh, uh, um, just the right. Just right. the right.
0: Underwater camera. Because oh, okay. I was like, I get excited. I see all these, you know, YouTube videos and I see him and I go, and then I use it one time, like, blah. It was just, couldn't see nothing because it was just dirty as water. I'm like, this sucks. I try to record. And I just, it's, I just got rid of it. I'm like, you know what? I, It's, it's cool. But like you're saying, how often do we get clean ass water in Iowa,
1: I'm, I'm going to keep mine because yeah. I know of a few clear enough bodies of water in good, our area. Good footage. No, I'm, Live scope is cool but nothing beats freaking the underwater video. It's I w- cool.
2: I would imagine during like when there's ice on the water it's probably the clearest time of the year because like the wind's not kicking up all the silt and stuff yeah, like that. Generally,
1: but uh, like I said, we live in Iowa. We do not have the clearest water. Right. Um, even for bodies of water, you think, okay, you know, this might it. it you look in the hole, okay, it's pretty clear. You yeah. drop down to the camera, okay, it's not that yeah. clear.
0: And if it's deeper, then all of a sudden the light is yeah. not. You, you gotta
2: have a light. It's just yeah. There's a couple up north that you could probably get some pretty good. Oh yeah, footage for sure. on for sure. Yeah.
1: But do a little bit of a road trip. Yeah. Even there's there's a few bodies of water that I know that I'm gonna bring it out because. One for me. I like looking at that footage, and people people love watching that stuff. I think oh yeah, so.
2: that stuff's really interesting. Yeah, it's you cool. Like, it's just cool to see what's down there. Like, you know, see how the fish yeah. are reacting and what kind of trip they're on. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. the
0: biggest thing, though, to, to see the fish reacting to the camera, like your lure. Like, is this guy even interested? Because technically, if you look at your flasher or your, your you know your fish finder, like yeah, it's right there. But then if you look at the camera, it's not even looking at it. It's like the lure's over here, and he's looking over here. You know, yeah. he's not even really interested. You, you but. can
1: see that with live scope too. Yeah, but just seeing the actual fish is—it's so much cooler. And the funny thing is, uh, last season, uh, I had the underwater camera. It, I was at a body of water where it was clear enough, and I could see catfish swimming around Dude, everywhere. Yeah. It was so cool, <laughs> but they were more interested in the camera than my actual bait.
2: Do you have one <laughs> of those cameras that looks like the fish?
1: It's a like it's fish-shaped. No, shaped. no. no okay. it, it is not fish-shaped. But yeah, that that one time when I had it down there, and there was a bunch of catfish swimming around, they were more interested in the camera than my lure and bait. I mm. didn't catch a catfish that day until I pulled the camera out because they were just coming in in waves. Uh, I had my live scope down there, and and for the longest time, I thought, okay, these are all carps because they're huge. Right. Like these were some big fish. And I just assumed okay, carp because there would be. Five six feet down, right? Right. So you, naturally, you think catfish. Okay, they're hugging the bottom, whatever. Yeah. But they they were all catfish. Jeez. Yeah, hanging out super high in the water, and I'd i get them to come up to the in front of the camera. They'll come up to my bait and they look at the camera, and then as soon as they touch the camera, they would just dart off. Oh really? And it probably happened multiple multiple times. Okay, I got them this damn camera.
2: Is it like a light on the camera that nope, there? There's no it, light on the camera. It's
1: probably just, it's just a like, physical
0: uh, when it touches it. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it, it's, I think it's, they're just curious because yeah. they're like,
1: "Hey, what is this thing?" And as soon as they taste it, it's like that's not, not food. Yeah, not not that's normal. And then they <laughs> just scram. <laughs> it's not normal.
2: Yeah. yeah. Interesting. You should put a circle hook on a camera
1: i should Ooh. like just hang like hang it uh like six inches down from the camera right hey catch a fish on your camera that would be kind of interesting it would be interesting
2: there you guys go
0: um i guess we could uh oh we didn't get a chance to talk about bow fishing let's let's do that last topic um so somebody who's i i've been intrigued for a couple years now about bow fishing i know i, I seen your channel i know you bow fish yeah uh i have a buddy who bows fish and keeps telling me you know i need to get out there what for somebody who's interested looking to get into bow fishing what is it about bow fishing what's the biggest difference between that and
2: um, how do you even get started into bow fishing if if i'm interested in getting into it so uh, i had a buddy that was i mean he's really big into bow fishing justin shipman and uh, he's got a like a big boat with a bow fishing deck on and all the lights and the generators and He'll do bow fishing tournaments and stuff like that. He got me into it. Um, he actually used to, well, still does, follow my, my Deeply Driven Outdoors channel, and he asked, like, hey, do you guys want to try out bow fishing sometime? So he was just kind of a guy I met through social media, more or less, that took me out bow fishing. We became friends, but he found a used bow for me to buy, and that's still the bow I, I use now. Yeah. You know, um, That's probably the biggest expense and really, it's one of the only
1: expenses if you want to do it from shore. So you have a separate boat just for bow fishing.
2: Well, it's the same. He has the same boat that oh. he would use for doing other stuff, but it's got a deck oh, on okay. it that you can like you can take the aluminum deck off of it. Okay. Oh. But it takes like a few people or an engine hoist or some shit <laughs> yeah. to get it off of there. But yeah, it's it's the same boat. It's used for everything else, but then has got all the lights and the generators and stuff like that to run all the lights. But mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's got a pretty sweet setup, so we'll go out, you know, on some of the, the bigger spillways and stuff like that, where there's just all those carbon gar, and mm-hmm. just, mop, you know, when the water comes up, just mop up all the gar that are in the shallows, you know. Is bow fishing um, primarily for nighttime activity? It can be. Uh, we do it a lot at night from a boat, just like with the lights, it helps a lot when, like, the fish yeah. are at the surface, but from shore, I just do it during the day. Yeah, really? It's not too hard to do from the shore. Like again, your biggest barrier to entry for bow fishing is going to be buying the bow, which okay. is going to be a few hundred bucks. You know, mm-hmm. it, it works like a bow. For people that don't know, it works like a. It's just a bow. Uh, it's usually like a youth bow, something with less poundage, so you don't punch the arrow all the way through the fish. Because okay. that kind of creates a problem it can like break cut the string like if it goes that the arrow goes all the way through the fish the string will cut on the scales you know and then lose the arrow but so you don't want it like really really strong some people get a youth bow or special bow fishing bow um and it's got a big reel like a zebco 808 attached to it you know with like basically twine on the arrow <laughs> so you shoot with the arrow and just reel the fish in it's, it's quite a bit of fun uh most of it's just rough fish you know various kinds of carp and stuff like that gar
1: uh, Wait, can can didn't they pass? uh I wouldn't say recently, but a few years ago, you can you can harvest catfish. Not supposed to. Uh, no.
0: No, no, not not through bow fishing.
1: No. I thought I thought they like passed it you can harvest one catfish or something. No. I could be wrong. I it, don't know what I'm talking about. It'd be news to me. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I think I think it's still frowned upon anyway.
2: Um, yeah, like don't, you have to throw it back in. <laughs> I think I
0: asked Trey that before. <laughs> you have to because, throw the
1: fish back. Yeah, you have to because you... I don't think you can harvest it if you fish a game fish. No, but I'm just saying, I think it was specifically for catfish. I mean, I could be wrong, but... We, we, I, get,
0: we should get Jeff back on, but I, I'm pretty sure because I think I, I, I asked that same question to um, our buddy, that, that bow and like, what happens if you accidentally hit a, a, a large mouth, or you hit a... Because you, you can't technically see, you just see, you know, movements, right, sometimes? Right. And then you shoot, and then you hit it, it's like, holy shit, it's a game fish. What do you... Goes, oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There's no question there. If yeah. you shoot a game fish, you gotta throw yeah. it back. I'm, but, yeah. but I think catfish is considered I'm just saying, a game fish, though. Right. I don't, I don't know. I'll, I I get what you're saying, but yeah. what I'm saying is, I thought they passed the thing where you could bow fish, catfish, catfish, or you could harvest one catfish or something with a, with a bow. We can ask yeah. the dealer. Yeah, but I'm it, not sure.
2: it'd be news to me if you can. I think it's
1: I think it's still, frowned upon. Um, right. Even if you could do it, like you don't want to be that guy. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> but it's still, like, you still, there's a lot of kinds of fish you can shoot. And even doing it from shore, like, you get to some of those shallow water, like, marshy areas. Or if you get a, um, a big flood, like, where the water comes into the grass, the carp will be up there feeding. Oh, yeah. So you can kind of just walk the bank and just look for their backs. You know, mm. their, their mouths will be, like, out of the water. And just look for that and shoot them. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. Um, like, I think my biggest one with a bow is a 24-pound buffalo and, like, Jeez. they definitely thrash when you when you get them yeah. you know and some of them actually when you shoot them you know you're like well why not try eating some of these so I've eaten probably more rough fish than your average person has <laughs> i haven't tried buffalo yet which i've heard well buffalo's good it is i lied i, I haven't tried buffalo that i shot myself wow. I, there's a place in prairie du Chien, wisconsin if you're ever up there
1: that's where i was in wisconsin oh, yeah yeah yep. valley
2: uh valley fish and cheese yep yep they have smoked buffalo up there they got smoked and all sorts of stuff really we tried it side by side with smoked walleye common carp and sturgeon and the buffalo beat the shit out See? of all of them. Like,
1: sturgeon? Yeah, I had the smoked sturgeon. sturgeon. It's kind of fishy. Yeah,
2: yeah it wasn't It yeah, wasn't it's... super great. And the walleye they had was a little dry like the smoked walleye but and I love fried walleye. Fr- walleye's awesome. But their smoked buffalo was ridiculous. It was mm, so good. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And like common carp it's hit or miss you know it can be okay if you don't eat the red meat. Smoked is the way to go I think. Gar is really good,
1: if you haven't eaten that. I have not eaten gar yet. Because it, it, it's the cleaning portion of it. Yeah, Spencer's Eat, a big fan.
2: Dude, it's good. It's yeah, like chicken of the river.
1: You, you just have to do
2: it a little different. Like, just get, instead of using a fillet knife, just uh-huh. get like a hatchet and then uh, <laughs> like poultry shears or tin snips. Yep, yep. Uh, tin so snips. like, cut the head off with a hatchet and then I'll make a little area where we can get in there with the tin snips and kind of cut down the back. that you can just take a fillet knife. And is there a lot there. of meat on gar? Mm, not a ton.
1: I but mean, it's, it, they're like this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, come on. Now, f- think of it like you got to get like them, a snake. you got to get a bigger, bigger one. one. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm okay.
2: If you get a bigger one, though, you'll get some like, back straps off of it and then just cook it like chicken on the grill, and it's pretty good stuff. Interesting.
1: Okay, I actually yeah. boat fish for one summer. Oh, did you? I did. Nice. Until my bow got stolen. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did tell me that. Did yeah. you shoot a lot of fish? I think I shot like two fish before it got stolen. Did you like it? It's fun. Yeah. It's cool. It's hard. It,
0: it is a lot See, harder than it looks. That, that's what I'm saying, because I hear everybody like, dude, you, you, you've never both, you go try it. Like, you probably won't even catch anything for the first couple times.
2: There's some really good spots down by where I live uh-huh. um, that, like, in the summertime, like, the carp will be up in the shallows. Like, their back's just sticking out of the water, uh-huh. right on the shore. You can just, I mean, they have, like, kind of a sixth sense. Like, you can't walk right up
1: to them and shoot them, but you can get pretty close shoot quite a few hmm. if you yeah. wanted to and but. then i bet with the boat it's just so much easier because in that the dead of summer carp are just on the surface uh i don't know what they're doing gas for air m- m- or whatever mouth and yeah
2: yeah the scum line i guess
1: yeah. i don't know you'll see like
2: buffalo like you know like little scum line in, yeah. the, in the water like they'll just hang out there i don't know what they're eating but yeah, yeah. so
0: when some of those bow fishermen when they catch like a ton or they hit a ton, right? What do you guys do with
2: all the the fish? What do they uh, do with the like I know for like I've done a few bow fishing tournaments with Justin, my buddy. Uh, sometimes I'll have like a triple axle trailer just show up with the you know a farmer will take it out to the field and gotcha. use it for fertilizer. Fertilizer, I, yep. Good. Yep. Um, a lot of people don't wind up eating them, you know, which they don't taste super great.
1: Yeah. Some all, of, some of them do, some of them don't. All Once I say is that you know if. If you're doing it from the bank or whatever, just dispose of the fish. Whether you yeah. eat it, throw it in a garden, whatever. Just oh, don't yeah. leave it there. Because uh, right. if you go down below some of these spillways, you find piles and piles of fish. And it's freaking reeks. Yeah, it smells terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely uh, don't just throw them up on the on the bank. Don't ruin the sport for the other people that right. You know, enjoy it. For right.
2: sure. For sure. Am I, into- I don't know, man. I'll have to see if the boss lady allows me to... Well that be a thing like if you wanted to drive if you wanted to drive down sometime, like it'd have to be like spur of the moment. I'd be like, Hey Granny, the the carper at the surface, come on down okay. and I I got a bow you can use. we are just going to walk the, there's so much bank by my place that you can walk that's just shallow muddy water that Okay. Yeah.
1: So how many pound uh how, how big of a draw like for the is the bow, poundage wise? Like forty. Forty. Okay. Something okay, like so that. my chicken yeah. arms could do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, a lot of the, the bow fishing bows are like super light. Like I said, you don't want to shoot through them or anything, so they're they're dialed back pretty good. Yeah, That's I'm right.
1: more spur of the moment. So yeah, you probably hit me up. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. let's go. Yeah,
2: you guys come on down. It'd be awesome. There's uh, quite a bit of fishing around my house. I just don't always make the time to go and do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a busy guy. I know. I'm working on that though i trying to be less busy and fish more. All right. Right. That's yeah. my goal. what we like to hear. <laughs>
0: um,
1: anything else for that guy? Um, if our audience wants to reach out to you, how can they do that? Whether that's for your music, your cutting down trees, or YouTube channel, your podcast. Yeah, that's a lot. So, man, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, the, the, the podcast and the, the outdoor
2: channel is all just under deeply driven outdoors. Um, the podcast doesn't have much going on with it yet. I'm going to try and get that up and going. Uh, just been a couple of little hiccups and I tell telling kit when we weren't recording, I'm like, man, I've just been making too many excuses on doing the <laughs> podcast. I just got to oh, buckle down right. and do it more. Yeah. So, uh, but that's all under deeply driven outdoors, uh, on YouTube, which just youtube.com slash deeply driven outdoors, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, for if you need a tree cut down and you're in central Iowa <laughs> uh, that's Lumberjack Outdoor Solutions is me and then uh, the band is All Things Lost also on uh, Spotify Facebook YouTube you know Apple Music all the, all the good stuff um, yeah if you like music if you like metal music check it out for sure there we go I play drums <laughs> Man,
0: cool, <laughs> cool, cool, man! Uh, thank you so much, Zach. Appreciate you just coming on here. And then, um, like I said, man, I gotta get out there and then uh, bowfish. I gotta try it once in my lifetime okay. here, so I gotta. Try Randy's this.
1: problem is yeah. he tries to do everything. I do. I
0: I'm, I, I feel do. you, man. I want to try maybe, everything because that's that's part of life, man. You gotta try maybe, everything once. Maybe actually. that's
1: where you're not so good at certain things because hey. you, you'd like to move on to other stuff. But you have to. That's how life is, though. I do. I, I,
0: I. That's. That is one thing that my wife does tell me. She goes, "You like to do all kinds of hobbies, try different things." I go, "Well, that's because I want to be able to experience everything in my life. You only get one life. You might as well try everything. You don't have to be the greatest at every little thing. I wish I was, but I want to be able to experience every little." Activity, it
1: might be your thing. What if that like bow fishing is your it could be, but what's the word? Your uh, I don't know what's wrong with regular fishing, man. What's your expertise? No, I think we're already we've already gone, yeah, your forte. Yeah, (laughs) we've gone too far past the point of regular fishing. (laughs)
2: Thanks,
1: man. See you guys. See
0: what I got to deal with.
1: Yeah, man, come on! Like,
2: if you want to come down and try out bow fishing yeah. sometime when the weather warms up, for sure. And then yeah. what we'll do is uh, we'll,
0: we'll swap because we got take, we'll take you ice fishing this year. That's right. f- that's for darn sure. I uh, want you to get into it because um, once you get into it, you'll never leave because you're going to love ice fishing every year. Um, I get excited. My kids get excited as, I, as the I weather gets colder. I think so this, it looks
1: like fun. This year is the most excited I've been in a while. Me too. Last year I I, I couldn't care until it was there. Yeah, until you were catching. Yeah, well, like last year, uh, going into it, I was like, okay, whatever, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay not ice fishing, but once it gets here, I'm, I'm all for it. But this year, this year, year I'm, I'm, this I'm year, still. it's like, okay, I'm, I'm a little excited. Me too. I think there's, sure. um, there's, there's opportunity for me to catch stuff. It's oh, gonna be fun. Speaking of catfish and carp, oh, what's up? I want to catch a carp through the ice this year. That's gonna be interesting. That'd be tricky. Yeah, wouldn't it? I think it is true. Yeah, not a lot of people do it. I have only caught like three
2: in the mouth ever, and two of them were fishing with you that one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we
0: can. Um, yeah, there's some s- spots. I think. I think. I think I'm gonna try to target them. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. That'd be kind of cool. So your goal would be catching carp through the ice, and then we also gotta get Zach out there
1: on the ice with okay. us. It'll be. It'll be fun, man. Yeah. easy if we want to go bluegill, that's a guarantee like I said earlier crappies f- fairly easy anything else it might take some work but we can put you on catfish through the ice yep white bass, wall uh wipers through the ice yep we'll make it happen just
2: we'll make so, it happen let me know what I need to get before it comes and I'll have it and I'll be ready to close close yeah well, warm I got, clothes I got, I got those Yeah. warm clothes that's all yeah. you yeah. need that's all you need to come I, with I, us we got everything else yep
1: you'll all be right. good so, I got that
0: yeah um, but other than that, everybody, make sure uh, we'll, we'll put the links to Zach's uh, channel and everything on the show notes. Uh, don't forget, make sure you guys leave a review. Appreciate you guys. You guys listen to this far. Are we even watching us this, this far? So leave a review. It definitely helps us. Make sure you get this guy. Guy, got to get him up to 3,000. We're getting there slowly. Oh, oh, Truman. I almost forgot. This is the big one. I, holy shit. I can't believe we forgot this.
1: What's the big one?
0: Iowa 24, guys. By the time this podcast podcast has come out make sure you guys have not if not make sure go check out the bucket boys channel um i believe the first leg should be on there by now Uh, i believe the second leg i have to see when this podcast comes out, but most likely the second leg should be on my pop Fishing's channel so this is what we're going to do the third leg the final third leg will be on fishing kits channel so that's what we're doing right now so uh just kind of give everybody a heads up iowa 24 if you guys have heard us talk about this all the way up go check it out super fun that fishing kid myself uh we're a part of with the uh bucket boys check out their channel bucket boys leg one uh i believe Ma pop fishing leg two and then by the time this podcast comes out you're gonna be primed for leg three. Yeah, just on. just follow our socials.
1: It's yep. all gonna be on there. Yep. They, they'll be out and we'll we'll make posts about it already. So. For sure.
0: So make sure you guys check it out. Um other than that, man, appreciate everybody. Till next time.
1: Oh. Oh, oh. Fishing oh. Kit Stickers oh. at sakefishing.com.
0: There you guys go. Go get some stickers. Oh. Till next time, guys. See
1: ya.